God damn it. <laughs> I was wrong. Giggle juice. Rolling down Imperial Highway. The big nasty bed out of my side. Santa and the winds blowing hot from the north. We were born to ride. Roll down the wind. Put down the top. Crank up the beach for us, baby. Don't let the music stop. Check this out. Check this out. Check this out. Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast, an Allison Rosen fan podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry. And I am one of your hosts, Rafael Marquez Castaneda, a.k.a. the French Rafi Lucian. That is a French 75, to be exact. Ooh, how many of those have you consumed today? One point. Five seven, and you're not acting one bit more than like you've had four. <laughs> you know <laughs> when <laughs> is it hot in here, Joe? <laughs> so is it hot in here? When we get the giggle juice flowing, you know. Oh, we got a cat on the table. Um, No, I had to look. Two cats are waiting to come in, and then I leave, and one cat takes my spot. Pepsi is going to host the show now. <laughs> so I know I say I don't like cats on the table, but Peps, hey, Peps, hey, 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 get in here. <laughs> I'm not acting yeah, like I've. Had- I'm oh. the one that's <laughs> acting weird. <laughs> I'm sure we'll cut all of that out. Look at this picture. Oh wow, that is good stuff. <laughs> Okay, let's get focused here. If these were dogs, I would be totally turned off by this show. So cats, let's skedaddle. Or scat, as they say in their language. On this episode, we will talk about the Monday show, Priyanka Wally, and the Thursday show, Weiger's Toothsome Eggs, Mitch's 28 to 30 Days Later Sleep Paralysis. But first, little Rafi, do you have any shout outs? Oh, you you say, wasted! I thought you were going to say, how am I? How are you, little Rafi? Oh, boy, Lisa. We've got a lot to talk about, about oh. today, just today alone, but we can we can also catch up on the group recording that we are coming off. I still have fumes of that. Uh, wait, what am I talking about? I thought this was about me. This withdrawal that I'm going through, so let's talk about you. How are you, Ravi? I'm, <laughs> Should we start over? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm doing okay. okay. The last day of work that I worked, <laughs> I worked it. <laughs> on Tuesday. And work. And work. <laughs> and today is Friday. I almost said Saturday. <laughs> We're not high. We're barely even drunk. This is shocking. We're not even drunk at all. Um, We've had a couple of drinks, but nothing nothing to write home about. Nothing crazy. Well, let me you tell you. You know what Lisa, it is? I I'm... feel like we're like I feel like we're nervous or something. We have the nervous laughter. And Andrew's right. We're laughing at our, our own selves. <laughs> You know, Lisa, we have reason to be nervous because 
For all we know, we've got new listeners because Allison mentioned our BFF get together on Childish. So welcome. I hope you're enjoying what you're hearing. (laughs) If Greg Fitzsimmons is listening, which we know he's not, but if he is, um, quit being such a piece of shit. (laughs) Also, if his listeners are listening. They're going to already have turned this oh, off. Oh, his listeners are listening, then uh, they're probably used to uh, subpar podcasting. <laughs> um, true words. Truer words. Uh, we're going to try to steer everything towards uh, having sex and probably anal and getting drunk. So, But isn't that what we usually honest, do? Well, <laughs> I mean, let's maybe be real. that's why they're listening. Oh, okay. So then, okay, we could tap into that. Um, action getting back to how i'm how are you doing lisa i'm doing pretty well because today we planned a night of extravagance we did we went pretty extravagant so far we went to this fancy meat shop Mm -hmm. where we bought japanese a5 wagyu prime rib ribeye pardon me pardon you it's hella marbled for um the measly sum of like 135 dollars a pound we got ourselves a couple of slabs of beef. We we then I decided I said, "What are we going to drink, Lise? We can't just be drinking truly like a couple of assholes, like a bunch of hillbillies, <laughs> <laughs> like we usually do." So I said, "A French seventy-five. He had the witty witty idea to get French seventy-five fixins. Although I had every single thing to go into it except for one item, so that's good. Yeah, I popped over to Bevmo, got us some gin. And we're sipping on uh, French 75s, if you, if, sives, sives, if you couldn't tell. And after it's we finish... It's fancy gin and juice, I think, is what they call it. I mean, kind of is. After we finish recording here, mm-hmm. we're going to be sizzling up some steaks, and we're going to be uh, dying of decadence. Oh my gosh. I know, we just engorged, no, gorged ourselves on a wedge of brie and crackers and grapes couple of French 75s. We started the day off at Portillo's, though, having some Chicago hot dogs. Oh, that's true. Uh, yeah, I think our arteries will be engorged. Zip. <laughs> They're going to have to zip into our chests when our heart stops. <laughs> so this whole weekend is like the Raffi's going away extravaganza. So also, well, actually, it's not just this weekend because we're extending it. We've got days because we're really like... I was thinking about that today. I was like, this is so cool. We're going to like do this today. We're doing that tomorrow. On Tuesday, we're doing this other thing. And I'm like, wait a second. Because we're, you're leaving. I'm going to be really sad. <laughs> um, you're not. <laughs> there's no reason to be sad, Lisa. Okay. Um, is it hot know, in here? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not dying or anything. Well, I mean, I am, but. Yeah, you're going to the East Coast. It's the same thing as dying. I'm like a phoenix <laughs> rising from the ashes. But what's the opposite of rising from the ashes? sinking into a pit of depression that's what you're doing <laughs> it's called east coast baby because what's the weather over here i mean it's a chilly 70 degrees right now where you're bundled the fuck up that's because i, I rode my motorcycle okay. that was okay it's 5 30 p.m what time did you get here At like 11 30 <laughs> so you're still cold yeah okay well, I'm excited for this whole weekend's extravaganza. We get to see a bunch of BFFs tomorrow. We're going out to dinner. What uh, restaurant did you choose to take us all to? We are going to Din Tai Fung tomorrow. And it's on, 61 degrees. My bad. Sorry. On Tuesday, right. we're going to some place called The Hill. It's called Orange Hill Orange restaurant. Hill. 
Yes. Restaurant. Yes. Not bistro. No. Not supper club. No. You can see the sunset, which the literal sun is in my eyes right now. Oh, I see it. Oh, you see it. And then we'll see it. The sun will set behind Catalina. So you'll get to see a little bit of ocean, Catalina. You'll see dirty LA off into the very, 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 very north-ish, northwest. You know, the most uh, interesting part for me is that we're doing a lot of uh, going away stuff this week, but mm-hmm. I'm still going to be here for like two more weeks. True, but I am going to be going to Washington for a few of those days, so I'm trying to fit in as much as possible because you and I still have to do a Michelin star restaurant before Ooh. you leave too. So if anybody yes. knows of a good place locally, and by locally I mean LA, Orange County, um, other than that, it doesn't exist to me <laughs> or anybody else. Uh, most importantly, Lisa, yeah. I need BFFs to reach out. I'm going to be driving from here to the East Coast. I yeah. want to meet some BFFers. Yeah. Where are you at? Reach out. His phone Lee number Bruns. is 720. <laughs> yeah, right. You know my phone number. What, what if I did? I, mean, I know. I know. <laughs> that'd be pretty impressive. Yeah. And real nerdy and kind of stalkery. Well, I did just tell your uh, phone number to the guy at BevMo to get the discount. So. <laughs> oh, is that why my phone's blowing up? <laughs> eh, that might be somebody else. <laughs> anyway. Uh, How are you doing, Elizabeth? I'm doing very well. I was excited that you got that you were coming over here on a Saturday because usually we uh, burn a whole Saturday. Did I say Friday? Did I, <laughs> did I just say? I'm glad you were able to come over here on a Friday because usually you come over here on a Saturday and we burn a whole Saturday. Now we get to burn like a whole Friday and then maybe part of the, I don't part know what time you're going to be leaving tomorrow, but part of the Saturday. There you go. That's That was a self-cheers to a French 75. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm doing good. It, it was, I've, I've never gone to Portillo, so I was excited to do that. It was delicious. <gasps> what is your fork score for Portillo's? Oh, And what did you get? Interesting. I got the hot dog, which if anyone has not gone to Portillo's, it's a Chicago dog because they have a jumbo hot dog, which is just a bigger version of that. So it was just, I was really worried about how big this thing was going to be because typically I don't eat until dinner time. So I was already worried about eating, but it was a perfect size for me. And I got some crinkle cut fries, Coke. It was a great lunch. I thought it was delicious. It got a little soggy, but maybe because I wasn't eating fast enough. Because we were gabbing. So you're saying that the uh, regular size, is that like a pocket size? And then the jumbo <laughs> one is like a parachute pant pocket? <laughs> it's for my, um, what are those stupid shorts that men wear? Cargo. It's my cargo short hot dogs. That men wear? Neck beards? <laughs> they wear cargo pants. Uh, I made fun of cargo shorts to somebody once and in the periphery i could see that they were wearing them but i didn't look down and he didn't say it either and i was just like just gonna keep on going forward with this it was like my live laugh love with becky where she's like i'm not gonna say anything now i'm just gonna later just show you my entire wedding that is themed live laugh love (laughs) the only time i wear uh cargo pants is when i go to paisanos and pay for calzones (laughs) what the hell do i know about a cook in a shirt (laughs) (laughs) So while there's plenty of Seinfeld references that that have just happened and are going to happen because that's who we are, Rafi finally watched a little I Love Lucy with me tonight because we are really doing some decadence. It's nothing but the best over here, baby. (laughs) So we got to also watch some fabulous TV. So also there might be a little Lucy references here and there. We were eating brie 
in on, on crackers and watching i love lucy which you said is part of your uh last meal yes little do you know it is it will be what did i say earlier there was a bunch of things i'm like are you sure i'm not dead <laughs> eh, anyway we digress and digress a little i wanted to, to like recap the bff group weekend only no need there no only because there was like some you know there was stuff before during and after that people didn't really get to know about but after we recorded we went over to joanna's house had a fire pit got a little lit actually we went to dinner first and dr angela joined us that was so cool that i was like this is her first time meeting us and she's gonna be like okay this is cool to record and everything these people are idiots (laughs) But she like came and hung out with us and the conversation at dinner with Joanna, Jess, Megan, you and me. Do you remember the conversation we were having at the table while we were at Jackson's Chicken? Was was it about Wordle? No, it was about a word though. Cunt? No, we were trying to figure out what the word for a fart that escapes. The oh, <laughs> I forgot all about this. Like we were talking about it for a very long time. And these are some cerebral people sitting at the table, not you and me. Everybody else. I don't know no Portuguese. (laughs) No, I don't either. (laughs) But if anybody at home knows what the word for not a queef, because it's not coming from the out of the front, it's leaving the back and escaping through the front. What's the name for that? I think we had escape. No, exiting through the gift shop shop. (laughs) was the one that we came. But that's a little lengthy. We need like a word. Yeah, because I don't fight or flight. I don't have. the parts i don't want to you know give my one could go up through yours too through the front sure has it ever no oh i don't think so but for for the gals i think i guess it's a more straight shot one of the better ones was cooter pooter (laughs) right that's something but that still Um, sounds like a queef like it sounds like it's coming from the front originally okay this is like i see what you're saying and it's a sneak attack too because it's not like it happens all the time, but when it does, there's like a, <laughs> a tickly. <laughs> I'll say that for my my fans. Anyway, anyway, I don't have an OnlyFans. Uh, do you, you have any... a my fans? I have a myfans.com. <laughs> I'm the only one I started it myself. It's a. Do you have any shout outs, Larafi? <laughs> I sure do. Oh my god, I forgot to text Leanne mm. Motherfucking Ward mm. for reasons that she'll find out soon. Shout out to my boo, of course, Mm -hmm. because I will be there in just a short couple of weeks. Shout out to everyone who made the trek to your home. And um, I think that's about it. Okay, feel free to add any later on. Shout out to Joanna Bowman, because we're going to go see Wicked on Sunday. A wickedly good show starring... Adele Nazim. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess I'll say my shout outs now. Lisa, do you have any shout outs? Oh my God. Thank you for asking. I do. Shout out to the motherfucking TNC. I love you. I love you. I love you. Shout out to East Coast Jen. I love you. I'm sure there's more I'd like to say about that, but you know. Shout out to you, Lil Rafi, for coming to my house last week Ooh. and being a part of this all of this all of the shenanigans that happens over here. 
Shout out to Superfan Megan and Jess for coming over and trying on all my clothes and heels and fucking owning that shit. As if, I feel like that's how they just dress. I think they're trying to hide some shit from us because they were right at home in my closet. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Literally every time I'm talking, Rafi's on his phone scrolling. And that was just evidence that his volume was up. (laughs) I thought it was off. No shit. (laughs) Shout out to Trice for coming all the way here. That's a huge commitment to spend the whole weekend here, to actually take a plane to come here. And the fucking intro was amazing. And he outdoes himself every single time that it's just like, we need more of this often. What's the thing? Something and often. Early and often. I don't know. Fuck. I'm losing it. Okay. Shout out to Joanna for not only coming over here and being part of the show, but also inviting us back to her home where we had a full on just Lord of the Flies fire pit situation. It was quite fun. And to her dog. Shout out to Dr. Angela for coming here and making the best, probably the best carb and uh, snack that we got to eat. And I, my son and I were, we fucking ate the shit out of those things. They were so good. Those scotcheroos. Delicious. Thank you for coming over. It was nice meeting you. Shout out to Lauren Kelly. What a nice surprise that you got to join us and also be a part of the unworthy. So we got you twofold, which is always good. Shout out to Sandra for driving all the way out here and bringing her awesome dog and being a good example of a great dog owner. And she brought so many snacks and drinks that we were drinking and eating that night and still currently to this day i still have and am consuming yes yes it was unnecessary but very appreciated shout out to ray morgan for hating all of his his nicknames but you're gonna have to accept all of them but also i drank the entire bottle of rosé that you brought me last night so thank you for that and coming all the way out here shout out to dr jen just for being an amazing person and for unworthy of course and i wish you could have been here We'll see you tomorrow. Shout out to Whitney and Von Carmen's. All of the questions that you sent in totally helped and made the show, I believe. Shout out to Leanne for listening, to Bruce by Dawn, to Paul. You should have been here. Shout out to Demian for the nice call. Oh, yeah. East Coast Jen also, the cold call. That was memorable. Shout out to Scott Marquez. We get to see you tomorrow. Shout out to Tamara Holler. I still haven't heard if you liked it or not, so I'm going to keep doing it until you tell me not to. Shout out to Emily and to Lee Bruns. Tim Ortez, Ulysses, and Delaney, I hope you listened. Uh, we mentioned your book. She's currently on vacation, according to her Instagram. She's making her way through Arizona and Colorado and I don't know where the fuck else. Wow. Doing a book tour or just a vacation? The fuck if I know. Delaney, let us know. I don't think she listens. But she should. She should. And she should be on again. Yes. Yes. Do we have any BFF hotline calls? No, we do not. Oh, hold Thank on. God. We do. <laughs> <sighs> Great. Thank God. You are, I mean, were you the one that wanted a BFF hotline? Or did I? Are you the Weiger or are you the Mitch? I mean, if I had to guess, I'm a little bit of both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a robot and I put in little effort. Oh my God, you are both. Yeah. Does Weiger fall asleep too? No, he just spills a lot. So it's like, that's his thing. That's your thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I think we have a BFF hotline call coming in. Coming in. What up, bitches? It is Sleazy Jen, East Coast Jen. 
EC Beans Jen calling in with one of my suck it trice patented cold line calls. Um, so preface this that I am only like just over, I think, halfway through the seventh annual recording, which I think was the fifth recording of the seventh annual celebration. Um, but so far, I mean, well, first of all, this is like my main note and that we talked about outside of the cold line call is that I'm not an Allison fan. I'm a BFF fan. So all my notes are only about um, last week's show with everyone on it, which it was so awesome to hear everyone. You guys are so great and so funny. Uh, but um, I think the first thing that comes to mind when I think about last week is anal sex. I feel like if you're going to keep bringing it up, you just need to do it. What's the big deal? You're married. Bend over. I mean, stop talking about it on your podcast continuously. Because then I have to keep hearing Rafi talk about anal sex. I mean, you know, a little bit of that goes a long way. And I mean that in every possible way. Um, Other main note is Mayo. Trice, you are fucking diabolical. A flight of mayo for tasting (laughs) is literally one of the most disgusting things I've ever heard of in my life. I was driving home from work when I heard that and I almost had to pull over because it kind of just made me gag a little bit. I'm a mayonnaise hater. Um, even though I realize it's in a lot of stuff, but like just on its own, it's, it's disgusting. Uh, also saying mayo is disgusting, which I say all the time and it grosses me out every time I say it. Uh, butter sandwiches are a thing in the UK. They're cucumber. It's like white sandwich bread, butter and cucumber. And Lisa, tell me if I'm wrong, but did our John Ashhole used to make those sandwiches? One of his many sandwich talents. Uh, And I think that's really about it. Oh, also sandwich stuff. No one said pesto, which I think is like a perfectly acceptable sandwich thing instead of mayonnaise. So anyways, those are my notes. Um, Definitely was getting wedding bell vibes for Rafi and Lauren last week. I haven't like been personally talking to you about it, but I know you're going to ask. So yes, of course, I will be in it. Talk to everyone soon. Have a great week. Bye. Love, love, love that you called in. And uh, a couple people said pesto on the Facebook group, but yes, nobody said that in person. I feel like pesto, first of all, delicious. Yes, of course. And it's great on stuff. But I feel like if you have, I mean, do you just have pesto lying around? Because pesto has to be fresh. And so then you're committing to a whole thing. But yeah, that definitely better. The butter sandwich thing. So this Jen, because you are not an Allison fan, has gone back eons. This is a whole thing Eon. on. <laughs> this is a whole thing. Wait, on... I think a fax is coming through. <laughs> oh, can I pick those up later? You can pick them up right now. <laughs> uh, it goes back very, very far. I'm glad I said eons and he thought of a fax machine. <laughs> but. <sighs> There was a great debate on if if you put butter between two pieces of bread, if that's a butter sandwich, if that is is a sandwich. So not not any addition to of cucumbers, no onions, because I talked to my painter guy and he's from Poland. And I, so I cornered him. 
do you eat butter sandwiches? I was asking everybody when I first became a, a uh, fan of Allison. I said, oh yeah, with onions. And I'm like, okay, well that doesn't really add to my fight or plight. But I say butter sandwiches are a thing. And uh, I know that Demian does not. So I don't, I think our friendship is over. But also, I'm just filibuster, filibuttering, sandwich, sandwiching because Ruffy's on his phone right now. But at least he's awake. Anyway. Butter between two pieces of bread is a sandwich. That's it. Because if you look up the word sandwich, and by the way, the way you said sandwich, Jen, quite good and not a turnoff. When she said John something or other. Oh, I, John Ashel. I thought she was saying John like Philly slang. Oh. Oh. At but first I thought she was going to talk about our friend John, the Syrian nightmare. So I, I would, I, or yeah, I would like to add the macadactyl. I was thinking about him the other day, uh, Jen, only because of the whole... Anyway. Um, but yeah, John Ashole, he had this thing where he would make a sandwich and then he would wrap it up and put it on his bike seat and he would go for a ride to the picnic while he was sitting on the sandwich so there'd be a nice impressed. An ass witch. So if he made a butter sandwich, I, that does not... Uh, I would believe it. Believable. Thank Ooh. you for calling in. We need a call from you every week. Always good to hear from you. Or once a blue moon would work also. <laughs> well, it has been only once a blue moon, I feel like. Well, I mean last week, but that's ex- extenuating. Extenuating. Ooh, it's a nice sunset. <laughs> Let's make it once every hundred blue moons then. So I was serious about Trice doing this show once a month. And he said, I think he said once every two months he would do it. And I know he was kidding. He was bas- basically saying fuck off, but I think it needs to happen. I agree. Starting next week. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, because next week is your last week, so we have to do it, right? Oh. Oh, okay. Huh. <laughs> Remote then? <laughs> e- we'll see. You finished that bad boy. Yeah, you're over there. Uh, Gabbing. Yes. Doing a show and stuff. To quote a wise man, oh, why are you uh, over there babysitting two or three shots? Shall we talk about Monday? Sure. Cool. Priyanka Wally was on. There was a little chit chat at the top with Tony, a lot of beverage chatter. Apparently, Allison is drinking Coca Cola coffee. Did you give her any of this? No, but. Are you her she... Coke supplier? <laughs> I wish. She and Daniel are addicted to Coke products. I- I- elaborate. Because I well, only know of the Refresh A. I didn't know there was anything else. If you recall, Daniel was trying to find Cherry Coke Zero for a while, and he said he couldn't find it. I think he drinks Coke Zero regular. She's over there drinking Coke coffee. I'm. Is this surprising that she's drinking this? This seems off-brand for her. Kind of, the yeah. The Coke part? I, I don't see her wanting coke and then the coffee mixture because it's a delicious product i have to say although i didn't realize there was a coke zero version of it you're holding out i i don't think there's a coke zero version of it it's a zero calorie one she says zero she's not drinking that straight up shit that you got us isn't she that wasn't zero sugar was it oh you know what there might be i haven't worked there in (laughs) for two days days, lisa They're already, that's a product from like two years ago. The new product is what? What's the new product? Oh, Starlight, baby. Starlight. What's it supposed to be flavored? What they told me is -hmm. that it's like Coke Zero, vanilla Coke, and cherry Coke mixed together. I thought it tasted like a pink Starburst a little bit. That's weird. And then my boo, Lauren, I forget what she said it tasted like, but it's, 
It says space flavored on the bottle. If you see it, give it a try and let us call the hotline. Let I, us know what I'll do you the, think that know. it tastes like. I want to taste it and I want to know what you guys think it tastes like. That just sounds out of this world. <laughs> you know what? Also, <laughs> Monster yes. Energy Drink, which Never is a Coke product. They okay. have a new one mm. that is australian lemonade flavored and i was like what the fuck, fuck does, that mean? does that mean what does that mean though i don't know we <laughs> gotta get a can uh, or let's Google? hit up 7-eleven okay get us a can there might be some at that liquor store you went to earlier today no, that had no idea anything. that had no idea I what said, gin was oh also at bevmo this cocksucker at the front uh-huh i go do you guys have hennessy shooters and he goes what and i said hennessy and he's like huh? no what Excuse me. Is he new to Earth? Exactly. Who doesn't know what the Henny is? The the manager guy there knows his shit. And I only go straight to him when I ask him. When I'm like, do you know? Do you have Scrimshaw beer? Because my crush that I have that lives in I don't know where Colonel Jeff drinks this shit, and I want to drink the same beer he has. Did you so- say Scrimshaw or Sculpin? Scrimshaw. What the fuck is that? It's a subpar beer. I got a six pack though. I got a. He actually ordered it special, like the fucking mechanical pencil. I'm in there getting <laughs> special goddamn beer because Colonel Jeff's favorite. Because I had the Sculpin and I didn't like it. Sculpin's gross. Yeah, it's not good. Scrimshaw tastes like just like a pilsner. It's just like a like a plain old like if you're having a Michelob. It's just plain. Okay. Simple. It's simple. And you know what? Maybe I like simple. Now. <laughs> Now, <laughs> well, these French seventy fives aren't that simple. They I mean, are they're not simple, simple enough. They're simple in the fact they're that they're simple and yet complex. Agreed. Much like Much our like show. Our show. We are the French seventy five of the podcast. little of the podcast world. That's what I've been saying for five minutes. You've been saying it for seven years now. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, you've only been doing this show for six years. Look at this fucking sunset. It looks like okay. You can't see it, but it looks like pink. What's that candy? Cotton candy. Oh my god! Tell the listeners what we saw at the country Syria, the like shredded. Oh, whatever the fuck that was. What was it called? Um, shit, machaca. Maybe. I think it was. It said sh- like shredded beef jerky. A, like original or traditional shredded beef jerky. It looked like it was meat cotton candy. Yes, we should have bought some. I don't know. We spent well. I haven't spent anything yet because I haven't paid you yet. But you know what's funny oh, when they when we bought the meat. That's like yeah. the third time you've hit yourself. Really, I didn't today. even notice any of the. Oh, <laughs> when we were paying for our expensive meats, mm-hmm. they were like, "Oh, do you want any of these salsas or whatever?" And we were like, "No, no. that's all." And then they were we like, just "Want meat?" And then they were like okay well we're gonna give you one of this and one of this it's like okay i see how it is okay. they're like first they're like are these assholes dumb enough to buy this shit and when we're like no thanks they're like well, well we're we'll just, just gonna give it, give it to you then <laughs> why don't you just ask us for the free sauce but that's some guacamole and some salsa verde I think. and some green shit yeah mm. we're not gonna put it on our fucking gr- japanese a5 wagyu Hell beef though no we're barely putting salt and pepper on those bad boys that's right are you gonna be hungry i'm starving are you really a little good <laughs> that's good because we're also having my talkies too so we gotta have the that's right the cadillac of mushrooms anyway more about i've us. ridden in a cadillac hundreds of times thousands you thousands think, what you think i haven't been in a cadillac before bah. Bah. <laughs> <laughs> have you so allison is incensed or puzzled by the fact that people have their are 
they have we gotten to the monday show yet we are no barely about drinking water she talks about the fact that she doesn't understand craving water she doesn't understand quenching your thirst with water for me do you have your thirst quenched by anything but water i've never when i drink like if i'm thirsty i don't i don't crave anything except for water but there has been sometimes he's sucking them down like (laughs) sucking on his water bottle over here uh there's been times that i'm thirsty and i don't have water and i have to quench it with something else and it's i i don't it doesn't it doesn't quench my thirst but also i feel like it's a waste i want to enjoy lemonade or a beer or like uh whatever it is like i don't want to like chug a lug it like donna i think when i was a kid i would drink like coke mm. Like, I'm thirsty. I'm going to drink a I Coke. I sure did Kool-Aid. And you chug a lug, and then you still feel thirsty because your body yeah. wants water. It yes. needs the water. Yes. And sometimes that feeling of, like, being really thirsty feels really good because drinking water is so fucking good. I don't understand people that don't like water. It's crazy to me. Wait, just say the feeling of being thirsty? Sometimes because to quench your thirst feels so good. I've never heard of this. I've heard of those piss freaks who like having a full bladder. <laughs> And they're just like, mm, I'm going to burst. I never heard of someone who enjoyed being thirsty, though. What the <laughs> fuck? What the hell's wrong with you, Lisa? You're like, oh, boy, I'm parched. <laughs> just getting off on the fact that you're... I'm getting off on anything. <laughs> that your mouth is like the Sahara... <laughs> i'm like making myself get thirsty (laughs) what i'm saying is is like that feeling of being thirsty and then quenching the thirst is a good feeling not not the dry desert before well i'm sure those piss freaks love the feeling of being a full bladder and then when they finally get to release it fuck shit are you watching and reading that you know where the fuck is a piss freak you're an insane person i I heard about it on a podcast okay yeah what podcast are you listening to because i know it's watches and piss freaks apparently (laughs) it's called piss freak monthly (laughs) i'm on the piss freak patreon I'm an honorary piss freak. What are your nicknames for um, the Patreon subscribers? Piss freak Pedro. <laughs> all Pedros. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all the Pedros. I think they're urinators. <laughs> it's the Patreon. Oh. <laughs> oh my god, we've lost it. Whoa, um, Joe, is it hot in here? <laughs> Anyway, uh, it's also, you know, with my fasting, I kind of enjoy being hungry now. So, again, that's, that's a problem. That's an eating disorder. That's not an eating disorder. I've got, I, there's a lot of medical stuff behind it to say that I'm healthy as a horse. You know what, Lisa? I actually saw a video today on Instagram mm. that was very, I should have sent it to you. Oh, God. There was a kid. He was like, Kid, the okay. number on the scale doesn't matter. Let me show you why. Mm. And he got on the scale and it was whatever pounds. Yeah. And then he chugged a gallon of water or as much of the water as he could. Yeah. Like, was he a piss freak? Hurt. 
<laughs> I mean, it kind of sounds very similar to it. him up because he sounds like a piss freak. But and he, he just kept chugging water as much as he could. And mm-hmm. then he looked back down at the scale and he had gained two pounds. Right. And he was like, you see? Yeah. Nothing has changed except for he drank some water. Fuck the scale, Lisa. I'm telling you, Break I'm not your scale. fucking the scale. What I'm saying is, is like, but if you're continuously going down... Then that's good. I've lost like fifty pounds. It's not of gallons yeah, of water that I'm not but, drinking. <laughs> but I but, have heard you many times yes, tell me like, yes. oh, I don't know what I can't eat nothing. I gained three pounds the other day. Yeah, and that I'm is like, true. Okay. But I know that that's fuck. That's part is the fucked up part. It probably has more to do with the fact that you put on a little too much makeup. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you take it on. You think how much can makeup weigh? But in fact, you know it. it, it <laughs> It adds up. What the fuck are you saying? Right <laughs> Not to mention, it's probably those large shoes that you wear. You ever hear wearing fucking? I, think I left an eyebrow on my nose. <laughs> you're wearing logger shoes, like like you're in the Pacific Northwest chopping down trees. Aren't you tall enough? You're wearing six inch Danner boots. Danner. These are just dogs. Okay. I I put I left an eyebrow on here for real, but mm-hmm. is it long as it's not on my face? I can't tell. With have those you bangs. seen me without makeup on? It's not pretty. I think I have. Well, and that's exactly right. Um, are we still on Monday? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So anyhow, Priyanka is on she is co-host of a podcast called hypochondi actor which is Condry. no there's no r i thought so too that would make more sense hypochondri actor okay maybe allison got it wrong in her notes she got it wrong. but then when i even listened to it again when they said it i didn't hear the r but i did not look it up uh i could be wrong it's go ahead and fact that makes more sense i understand that allison got it wrong but i'm telling you when they said it there was no r and i'm like that sounds kind of stupid hypochondiactor is what i heard (laughs) and read but anyway her co-host is sean hayes this sounds like an interesting premise for a podcast uh allison asked her a question about what are the biggest medical... Okay, hypochondriactor. Thank you. So we should tell Allison she got it wrong in the notes because guess what? Now I fucked it up. Oh, also shout out to Allison because... Who? <laughs> because she has a friend Ooh. that needed a babysitter in Orange County and she thought of me and gave... Yeah, look! Look right there. I was looking at the notes. Look right there. Okay. Let me read this to you. Look at the bottom. Look at... I only saw the bottom one. I didn't read the whole thing. I just skimmed, and then I saw that. It was spelled wrong. The description says, Doctor and stand-up comedian Priyanka Wally, in parentheses, hypochondry actor, joins the show to talk about my aversion to water. Instead of reading the very first sentence... I don't read. I don't read. I'm not going to read the whole notes. You skip to the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven... Eighth line was, where she misspelled it. was not it. about the lines. It was about the big letters that popped out to me just to see the name of the stupid show. I didn't read any of it. Oh, big letters are popping out to you, huh? <laughs> okay. I like big letters, especially if they're popping out to me. Anyway, shout out to Allison for getting me a job because and for thinking of me and suggesting me to Does this to person 
Does this person know that uh, we already have a connection? I don't know about that. But here's the thing. When she asked me to babysit, I responded and I haven't heard. You remember when that was? It was a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard anything until what, yesterday? So I was like, well, I guess she either looked at my social media or remembered that she might have been on the show. Uh-huh. So anyway, then she just emailed me yesterday that it's a go. So what's the going rate? I don't know. We're going to iron out, iron out the details. I don't know. Why do you, I don't know. Okay. I'll have to ask you. Because I hear the tooth fairy is uh, leaving six bucks a tooth now. It's six dollars now. So this is what I was saying. Because in the, Orange County, like I said, the last time I was throwing money at a tooth, it was five dollars. But it didn't start at five. But towards the end, it was five. But now, if it was six, how weird is that? You give a five and a one. Yeah, that's real weird. Unless it's weird. It's off balance. You got to give a ten. Unless at this it's point. six ones or yeah, Sacagawea dollars. I used to get silver dollars. I would get one. What year is this? 1980. Silver dollars? <laughs> I got a buffalo nickel back <laughs> in my day. When I was a kid, I had a silver dollar collection. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Allison asked Priyanka, what are some major medical misconceptions? And I think this is not not a misconception, but it's something that maybe we don't really realize how bad it is. And that's really, she said, the extreme dangers of high fructose corn syrup. You hear about it, but she was just saying that it's super inflammatory and it's just something you should just never fucking happen, completely avoid. And I am now scared that it's going to be in everything that I have. And I, I do try and get stuff without it, but still... If For those scotcheroos, are caro's corn syrup? That's different than high fructose corn syrup. I just learned that recently. Sorry, go ahead. But from what I recall, I did not re-listen to this. I started re-listening to Thursday. But it sounds like she's not big on sugar either. So is our only option to forego the sweet, sweet pleasures of the uh, candied uh, confections? I can agree with you. It sounds like she had a sugar problem for a minute. And Allison was asking, what about all my... She's basically built of trivia and um, artificial sweeteners. Wow. And I feel like Priyanka was like, yeah, that's fine. But that's that's like a stepping stone. You don't want to... She was saying if you have an issue or if you have uh, diabetes or problems, then she'd rather you have artificial sweeteners. But no, you don't. That's bad advice. You want the exact... You want... 100% sugar, but also stevia. I used to grow it. That's natural. You can have stevia. I have sugar cane in the yard. That is something we can have. But Is it? Yes, to an extent. Any Everything in moderation is fine. Including moderation. <laughs> you know what's good? Last week's show was great. Six is good. Six. <laughs> Sex is good. I do have to say, my levels last week, my apologies. I tried to get everybody else's levels great. Mine were shit. So my bad. What's it called when the level's up too high and it's like washed out? I think I did that after, maybe. Did peaking? I fuck that up after? Were you peeking? I'm, no peeking. <laughs> Doughboy's reference. Shout out to Paul. Yeah. and Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you dick. <laughs> yeah, apparently sugar is inflammatory. Also, um, ba 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 Anyway, what did you think of this episode, all in all? 
It was okay. It was better than last week's, I have to say. Oh yeah. I thought she was enjoyable. There was not a lot of there were not a lot of topics to talk about, but but I felt like it was informative and she was entertaining and she I like the idea that there's a doctor that's also a comedian. Like that's yeah. the doctor I want to go to. Right? She'll be like joking and then I'll be like, huh. she's like, no, seriously though. <laughs> oh, so we asked a couple of questions. I asked what's the last book that she read and she said she read, oh, Moon Has Blood Clots. I was like, ew, that sounds disgusting. <laughs> Whitney asked a question, what was the favorite thing today and yesterday? And then they talked a little bit about string cheese, but I want to know what was your favorite thing yesterday and today? Uh, what day is it? Exactly. Yesterday, well, my favorite thing yesterday was FaceTiming with Mabu. Hmm. And today, mm-hmm. what is my favorite thing? It's when you FaceTime with her later. <laughs> hopefully, it's when we have this Japanese A5 oh, Wagyu yes. beef, baby. There's a lot of pressure on my shoulders to make this amazing. Because I know we're already starting out with a great, great ingredient. Mm-hmm. But if I fuck it up. That's a major fuck up. Especially how much I've been telling you I can cook a steak for like two, three, however long I've known you. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. Would you ever participate in being on a reality show? Yes. You would not. You don't even share one goddamn thing about your life. You barely are sharing your girlfriend that you've been with together almost a year. (laughs) Almost a year? It's been... It's it's been... It's March. So two months. Sorry. So 10 months. Oh, okay. It's going on 10 months. Going on? May 7th? So yeah. In okay. three days, it'll be 10 months. <gasps> okay, so... <laughs> so... So 10 months later, reality show does not make... I realize why you had to keep it hush-hush. Yeah, there's many reasons. One, it's hush. none of your GD business, hush. Elizabeth. Just because... Just because yeah. I was going to try and facilitate it to happen, and then you did it by yourself. Fuck you. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. Oh yeah, what reality show you're thinking? Hell's Kitchen, of course, because I love that Gordon Ramsay. And you would, that would be your show. You would be on that. Yeah, reality you said show? would I be on a reality show? That's the one. Oh God, well, you wouldn't be on your own. You'd be on someone else's. You'd be on one that already exists. Why would I? What? Why would I create my own reality show? That's what I'm asking you. Would you be on a reality? Would you be? Would, oh, if someone then said, no. Hey, we're going to have a reality show based on your life. Absolutely not. I know that already. What about you, Lise? We know you're dying to be in front of the camera again ever since your Clive Barker cameos. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know it has been like 30 years. So I'm just chomping at the bed to get back in front of the screen and the screen, the camera. I think it sounds fun and interesting, but then also scary at the same time. But also, I would like to... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know is the answer to that. It seems very invasive. You don't say. And you don't stop. Is that all from Monday? I hope so. All right. Let's do a little Unworthy with Dr. J and LK, shall we? Yes. This is LK and Dr. J. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. With Dr. J and LK. Hang out with us. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. We're stuck. We're stuck. It's Unworthy with Dr. J and LK. Hello and welcome to Unworthy with Dr. J and LK. 
Hi, Dr. J. Hi, LK. Today we're going to be talking about March 5th episode titled <laughs> The Afterlife and in quotes, unmanly, manly men and life saving beagle. Yes. So the first thing they talked about was the unmanly things that some men like to do. And on the list was sewing, which when they, when they said that Allison mentioned how Daniel is a self-taught sewer and uh, he made that beautiful Hamilton costume for Elliot. So they said sewing, bubble bath, bath bombs, doing cute animal voices, having a fondness for stuffed animals, which they were talking about stuffed animals uh, last week. And then they said like, some men will do the like domestic chores and in quotes, and Todd used to do the ironing or he used to iron uh, his own clothes. And then his wife started kind of uh, always asking him to iron her stuff. And then he had to uh, put a stop to that. And they said like enjoying a good cry, especially in a sad movie. Oh, and they said therapy on the list, which Allison said, bless, like everybody needs and can benefit from therapy. And the funniest part from this conversation was when Todd said that he flosses. (laughs) (laughs) And Allison's like, no, flossing's for everybody. And he did a poor strip or he likes to do poor strips. But like Allison said, I've heard that they're not good for you. So I don't do them anymore, but I used to definitely enjoy doing those. How about you? I think the poor strips probably when they came back, when they came back, when they came out uh, originally, you know, it was the thing to do at your friend's, like at your girlfriend's house, your friend's house. I don't know why Todd thinks flossing is manly. In fact, I think this whole list is dumb. (laughs) Yeah, it pretty much is. <laughs> I like how it was the, when they finally, after five minutes, they came to the fact that therapy is seen as uh, gendered, uh, that then Allison took umbrage with the whole thing. I, from the start, took offense to the whole thing. Uh, yeah. It's ridiculous I to gender anything since, I mean, gender is a social construct, but oh. also to put, you know, therapy, flossing, taking care of your skin it's like a person thing I was telling you earlier that we had uh, a neighborhood garage sale and I was uh selling some of the kids stuffed animals with their permission oh okay (laughs) wow I know Uh, (laughs) they were motivated and um there was this family that came up and it was a bunch of houses in a row that that partakes in the um garage sale and so the parents were like the next house over looking at stuff while their three kids were um, looking at the stuffed animals by us. And they were so excited. I would say maybe they were like eight, nine, and 10, like somewhere around there. Uh-huh. And uh, the younger kids were like, oh, I, I want the bear. Oh, look at this bear. Oh, it's so cute. And they were, you know, they were just picking up all the different animals and one little, um, you know, we were selling for like a quarter a piece. I didn't, I'm not trying to get rich off this scheme. I just <laughs> want you know, other people to have these stuffed animals. Cause they're really ones that my kids never really played with. Cause they have so many, so like the rotation, yeah, yeah. right? So they were, 
you know, gently used items. And my kids are like, we want to earn money to do something. So we're trying to teach them this whole thing. And I was like, okay, well, you can sell them like for a quarter. And then the, this little boy picked one up. And um, again, social construct, he may not identify as a boy or may not, you know, he is not a boy, but I assumed he was. And he's uh, like, oh, this one. And he had already bought Botten. he already purchased <laughs> two for you know 50 cents and it was this little tiny one and it had a bracelet like a play bracelet around he's like what about this and I'm like you can have it it was just like a little tiny like beanie baby one with a bracelet on it and then you put uh-huh. the bracelet on his arm and he was just so beaming with like excitement because it Aww. was sparkly and he like told his dad oh this and his dad's like okay come on let's go like nobody his brother any of the quote-unquote male counterparts didn't even care that he this is what he wanted they were just to have the toys and it just it reminds me this whole even Todd has his stuffed animal so to think things are gendered is ridiculous my younger kid was listening to this audio book and it talked about you know pink pink used to be for boys back originally because it was seen as a strong bold color and and it started going over the history of colors and also like clothing and how back back in the day in the 1800s everybody wore all the kids wore dresses because they were they lasted longer like you don't grow out of a dress as soon as you oh my gosh right yeah I didn't I didn't know that I was like that makes complete sense so there was originally clothing was gender neutral Uh uh-huh and how it was all white because it's easy to bleach white you know, yeah. so you had white socks, you had white dresses, you had everything. Perfect for me. I love white clothes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would never wear white because I spill everything, but you know, you could bleach it, but uh, yeah, but, but sun is uh, as a natural bleaching agent. And so they would just put their clothes out on the clothesline. It was much easier then. you know, not, it only started the whole color thing when it first started was because somebody, I'm going to guess, you know, a white man decided mm. to write an article in, an, in a paper saying, you know, pink is a strong color and boys wear pink. And then it switched later. Oh. And then when people were able to get ultrasounds to identify their, uh, the gender, quote unquote, gender of their baby, then they were able to prepare these nurseries. So that uh-huh. in order to sell to them, right. And it comes back to yeah. that is now it wasn't just like a blue onesie or a pink onesie. It was a pink onesie with a little teddy bear and a dress. So then they started to put like these images out even further. Uh. So anyways, needless to say, this whole thing was ridiculous. Uh, people take care of your skin if you want, no matter what gender you are. It, and I, it's, it's just ridiculous because kids are kids and they only grow up to think a certain way because of the way that their environment or society tells them that they have mm-hmm. certain things. So do what you want, live your life. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of living your life, they talked about what happens to you after you die. That was a great segue. way. I mean, Allison is, so Allison is dethroned. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. So, and Todd made a point that I used to think about when I was a kid. So when I was a kid, I was Catholic and I went to Catholic school and we went to like, you know, church most Sundays And so like, I knew what I was supposed to believe and I like mostly believed it, but I was like, I would just feel so scared because I was like, even if you think a doubt, they know. So I'm like, I could just go to hell because once in a while I'm just like, really, is that, did that really, you know, like, (laughs) 
So I was always like worried about that. I was like, I can, I can be, I can do all the things I'm supposed to do, but if there's any doubt, but I used to think like what Todd said, which was that like, okay, so, you know, if there is this heaven and you go there and it's clouds and, you know, harps and all your loved ones who have passed away, but if, and and it can be like all the best of everything, but if it's every day is that it's going to get old. And I I used to feel so bad for thinking that, but I'm like, I don't want the same thing every day, you know, and it's probably like church music and, you know, (laughs) so, but then he said like, to the same point, you know, hell, like if it's torture, torture, torture all day, every day, then it kind of becomes the baseline. Um, And so they were kind of pondering the afterlife and Allison kind of thinks there's just nothing when you die. And she said, like, she kind of partly believes that, like, the thing of that we're all part of this energy. And when we die, the energy, you know, continues on, goes elsewhere. But she doesn't think um, that our consciousness persists, which was a pretty way I thought that she said that. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't know what I think, but that was pretty interesting. Did you have thoughts on that one? I think I kind of uh, had the same observations. Uh, kind of thoughts you did like oh yeah that does make a good point would you want the same thing every day or you know as much as you would hope to see people again or be reunited like I don't even know what that looks like Mm -hmm. Uh, you know and one thing Todd said like if you keep focusing on like if if this continues forever then like how do you live in the moment because you're like yeah this will last forever like you take things yes I don't think anyone truly knows like that's on the earth right now what's happening yeah it's it's interesting there is energy there's matters all like the atoms everything the universe I'm more inclined to think about energy than I am about like a specific being if you will yeah I don't no idea what the answer is but it did it was (laughs) it was, uh, it was definitely an interesting conversation to listen to a little bit yeah yeah. Okay. And they had, I can't segue this from there. I was just like, oh, maybe real quick. Nope. I got nothing. The Beagle story. <laughs> oh, the, oh. All dogs go to heaven. Speaking of which. <laughs> <laughs> so this 81 year old man who uses an electric wheelchair and he was, he was out with his Beagle taking a walk by a lake and like his wheel got caught um, in the mud or something and he fell out of his chair into the lake and his beagle Sarah Jane which is such a cute name for a sweet life-saving beagle um, she went into the water and was barking and then people saw her and wait was this in Florida because they said they thought it was an alligator at first they were I worried that- I don't remember it sounds right <laughs> it must have been um, because they they, two passers-by saw the dog in the water barking and thought oh my god the dog's getting attacked by an alligator so they went to check it out and then they see that the man was in the water and they got a police officer and between everybody I guess they got him out of the water and the day was saved thanks to sweet Sarah Jane and then (laughs) Todd brought up something funny which was that a lot of people comment on their stories without reading the stories and just reading the headlines because this one had the headline like hero beagle saves owner from drowning and he's like yeah like one of the comments was 
there's no way a little beagle can pull a, a grown man's weight. <laughs> and I thought that was so funny because, yeah, like, also, though, he's also pointing out that his headline is a bit misleading because. Like bait. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a nice story. Did you have any thoughts about that? No, I mean, that must have been traumatizing and scary for the person in the wheelchair. I just think it was a sweet story. You know, they are playing on the podcast now this siren alert. Anytime, oh, God. Anytime it's, what are they, what's the thing, Lauren, that they're calling it? What does it say? It's a. Oh, man. I forget if it's heartwarming. Like, it's like, like, as soon as Allison will introduce a topic Todd pushes a button or somebody pushes a button that's not yeah, Allison. Yeah. that's not Allison and no, it goes like like heartwarming content alert woo, like and it's very like a, an abrupt siren and this is upworthy so I feel like every story is supposed to be and yes a heartwarming thing to to alert somebody to something that is the context of whatever they're already listening to is interesting. I can't remember a time the alarm went off when Todd did something. I'm not sure. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> but also the siren is not necessary. The 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 I don't know rant that Allison goes on <laughs> is funny. And maybe that's why they keep yes. doing it. But you can't do it more than once in an episode. <laughs> <laughs> like they yeah, did twice in a row or twice two of Allison's stories had this interrupting alarm like siren go off that it was going to be a heartwarming story and the second one was really long and like I was like I get it guys it's really funny I'm enjoying it please turn it off <laughs> right <laughs> it, was, it was kept going a little too long yeah I I, I could yeah. do without the alarm yeah Allison getting startled by it though and and yeah ranting about it is is really nice though they did not rate their weeks so we do not have to do that and will not do that either <laughs> that's right no alarm needed here no heartwarming here we are not gonna rate our weeks <laughs> all right everybody we'll see you next week bye bye um uh. <laughs> um thank good um, are you unpopular do you pop out at parties <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> thanks y'all shall we talk about thursday yes all right nick mitch daniel and tony were on it was a regular sausage fest and we were her little cheesy focaccia bread nope sorry just cheesy focaccias sent in by caprice holam on patreon I feel like focaccia has been a thing. And I realize I always say, I think this has already been a carb. And then I don't go back and look. But I did go back and look on Nutty Buddies has been a thing already. Oh, milk cream pies has been twice. I'm still not clear about something else. But this one, I could get, be I could get behind some cheese of focaccia though. But I didn't like how she said foca focaccia. Foca that actually sounds better. I don't know. I don't know how she said it, but it wasn't good mayonnaise thank you leanne for pinpointing exactly what i meant by the way allison says mayonnaise mayonnaise sandwich mayonnaise i don't like either of those words it's gross and mayo is not great either <laughs> you know what i really need another drink <laughs> i could tell so at the top they were first of all i fucking love when nick and mitch are on i love the doughboys i love them as a 
just uh, a team, a podcast team. They're great on any show and they bring it every fucking time. And I fucking love them. And I, much like your boo, Lauren Kelly, I laughed out loud a couple of times. And I think Mitch was the reason for it because he's fucking hilarious. I'm the one who said I laughed a couple of times. I think it was Lauren. You guys no, are becoming the same me. person now. You're associating Ten us. Ten months later, same. this is what happens. <laughs> I go ahead. I agree. I love the Doughboys uh, together, and they had Allison on their show on the fucking Doughboys Double Patreon episode. So now I'm like, well, shit. I gotta pay to hear this episode. I was so bummed because I thought, shit, I love the Doughboys. I'm not caught up, but I will, of course, hop around if Allison's on. But then I heard it was the Patreon one. I'm like, shit, man. I just want to hear it to see her eat like a regular thing. But the fact that she ate it at home with Daniel and dipped it in mayonnaise. (laughs) So was it? Oh, (laughs) that was the chair. (laughs) Dr. Jen was right because she said, I wonder if. Or was it? Now I'm getting it. The dream team is all becoming one now. It's one amalgamation of all of you guys. She said, one of you guys said, they said that Allison must be on the Doughboys or that was like trying, like a hint that maybe that's what she was on. But also having a sandwich at home. But I I guess that's what they all do, huh? They don't go out to a restaurant together anymore. No, Mitch always gets it delivered and uh, Weiger usually goes and picks it up. That's right. Okay. But so she's having the sandwich over a course of a couple of days and also... Firehouse subs over what was the other option? I oh, it was some some cheesesteak place or something like some gross Charlie's. Charlie's, gross. Like, but those don't compare to be to be honest. In my my but but Elizabeth, but, yes, this go. is the sandwich bracket. This is the sandwich tournament. But also because they're calling it hot sandwiches, which I forget the firehouse firehouse subs is toasted, not like Quiznos. It's a little bit less, but also I get it not toasted. I get the turkey cold. I don't get it. They only offer t- tuna as their cold sandwiches. Well, I will get the turkey not hot because it tastes like a hot salad and I'm not eating hot salads. I listened to the Thursday episode of Doughboys mm-hmm. and they got one hot, one oh, cold. Okay. Okay. You done scrolling there? I'm just looking for fucking evidence. So no. <laughs> damn it mm-hmm. you know why that is because my you're drunk no i wasn't drunk when i was looking at it at seven in the morning <laughs> i don't believe that <laughs> one bit and neither do the listeners no because your little emojis uh that show who's who talking are very similar let's see them okay i found mine's was a taco it is and hers and- is a rainbow but look so look at the top oh so yes. it's like pink and yellow so just like seeing a different so look, because you posted your wordle and then she posted next to it, like it just looks I mixed it up. And also at seven in the morning my eyes are a little blurry. I'm not drunk. I'm not buying it and you shouldn't be selling it. Well, here's the thing. I'm hawking a lot of things. <laughs> I'm well, a huckster I've, from I've way seen back. You're my fans. <laughs> Can you imagine? No. <laughs> <laughs> the piss freaks that hit hit up that website? I don't think so. You know, East Coast Jen and I, the piss freaks are from a different era. (laughs) We're all familiar with your shower escapades. So they were talking about, this is something that I had meant to send in as a JMO, but they were talking about ring lights. And while I have not been on TikTok for a while, sorry, East Coast Jen, but it's been weeks, maybe even, I don't even know the last time I've been on, but one thing. Is that another 
Daddy long legs? Yeah. Those, I think that's a mayfly. What about, look at that. That's a mayfly. That's a daddy long legs. Oh, I can't see that's from here. That's one of those like little. I don't have my glasses on. I used to call on. them uh, mosquito eaters, my mom called them. So I always thought, oh, oh keep them alive. They're going to eat their mosquito. Mosqui- yeah. That's what they call her. Okay. Oh. You're talking about that? Mm hmm. So one thing at, about ring lights. When I'm watching videos, and I see this mo- more on TikTok, and I don't, that's probably why I'm bringing TikTok up, is as soon as I see a ring light, I'm turned off by it. I don't like seeing it. And also, people with that wear glasses should not use a ring light. Oh, yeah. To, it's distracting mm-hmm. and makes zero sense to have it. It's another thing that's just reflecting off of your face that looks stupid. Yeah, and if you're wearing glasses, what do you need to read? Take them off. You're just looking <laughs> at the camera. <laughs> My face must look like a fucking idiot. I had zero thought there. I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? Oh, yes. Yeah. If you wear glasses, don't use a ring light. And by the way, ring lights are dumb. I don't like it. It's very like influencer, Kardashian, like whatever. Like just be yourself. There are people. That's what I like about TikTok. There's a lot of people looking like slobs, looking like themselves, hair a mess, no eyebrows, what have you. And that I appreciate much more than a fucking ring light is stupid and distracting. It takes me out of the whole process. Lose the ring lights, people. So what you should do is have the TV like Mitch is using and have like some weird strobe light red shit going on. (laughs) Kate, I think, Mm, never mind. (laughs) I love how much Mitch likes his cats. I think that's very cute. (laughs) So anyway, talking about Zoom battery, Allison being, not Zoom that people, most people know about now because of quarantine, but the Zoom recorders like what we're using right now, the H6 and the other handy recorders that we people use. We people. Allison was very distracted, but apparently she's using some other form of recording. First of all, what I use, I do have the, usually it's plugged into my, my God, my computer because we're usually doing it remotely, but Right now, I always have this backup. What did you call it? What's the brand? Anchor. Anchor. Thanks to Colonel Jeff. If you go to his website, barracuradio.com, you can see a podcast like setup. If you want to know how to record, you just have like a little battery backup. And I have the double A's in there in case. But this thing, this is how we record on the streets of any city that we meet up in. That's it's right. this fucking thing right here. Mm-hmm. Allison was very distracted by it. And so that made me distracted. And I thought there was a little too much talk about the battery. Have you listened to her show before? Oh, this is my first time. She loves getting distracted. She loves talking about something that, you know, is very unimportant to the show. But she loves it. That's what she focusing does. focusing on it. Sorry. I thought I had to burp. Nope. Okay. So they talked a little bit about tipping. I thought I knew everything about tipping. And I would. what do you have to say about it? No, what do you what do you know about tipping? I just feel like I'm a good tipper, but also I always over tip or at least tip just generously and nicely. But All right. I I didn't realize the way her parents tip where you're gonna like nickel and dime on the items is a little I wouldn't go there. And I think for my whole life I've been tipping on the total, not on the untaxed part that you're supposed to be tipping on. I never knew about the alcoholic drinks that you're not supposed to tip on that. Or you're not supposed to tip on drinks at all. I, I that made no sense to me. And I know dollar a drink when you're if you're pay, if you're buying one drink at the bar, you do a dollar. Usually now I do like two bucks, but like it's never a percentage. It's just per drink. That is just how I've always learned to do it. All right, I'm gonna Go hit ahead. you with some scenarios. Okay. But first of all, but are you going through the and itemizing and like saying, well, I'll tip on this, but not on that, and then like writing it out? That sounds insane to me. I have 
a very complex algorithm of how I tip. But before I get to that, okay, I've heard, and I don't know if this is true, but there's psychos who will put like, wasn't it on her show that she talked about it where like someone will put a $5 bill on the table and they'll say, this is your tip. Depending on service, Ew. you'll it'll Ew. go up or down. Oh, and no. then if it's like, oh, took too long to refill my coffee, I'm taking a nickel off or whatever. <sighs> it's like those people, if someone did that to me, I would just like pour my drink. I would just like walk by. You need some coffee? Oops. I just like why? <laughs> I would ignore that all more over than your anything. shoes. Yeah. I wouldn't even know. Yeah. That kind but, of shit. Like, I'm not going to bend over backwards for $5. Like, fuck you. And, like, yeah. that's my integrity that you're talking about. Like, no, fuck off. Yeah, exactly. That's I, disgusting. I only bend over for $500. Yeah. Second Minimum. of all, Lisa, I'm going to give you some scenarios okay. and you tell me what would you tip. Okay. All right. You're at the airport bar waiting okay. for your flight. Mm-hmm. You ordered a bottled beer. Okay. That was $12. What do you tip? Well, here's the thing problem with the airport is i don't want to hear it i want well, a you're number. giving me a scenario yeah at the airport in general well i guess it depends because before like I, if i was at a bar I'd probably be paying with cash but now <laughs> i'm having like a tab usually if it's one beer i'm not looking at the price i would probably pay a percentage of 12 dollars because it would be on my card a percentage yeah probably 20 percent. i do 20 percent just on everything that's my like so two dollars 40 cents got it okay yeah but if i was paying cash i probably would have just paid a dollar to be honest okay just because being raised in a bar <laughs> just barn be- yes <laughs> where you tip your udders a dollar no i you just it's a dollar a drink that's just always how it has been okay but an upscale place would be like two bucks <laughs> okay yeah you're at a dive bar okay. and you order a black tooth grin that costs seven dollars. Uh-huh. What do you tip? A dollar. But I'll probably be paying cash. Am I just buying one drink? What? This is a weird scenario hold for on, me. That's the hard on. part. Okay, so at the airport, yeah, you're you're paying with a card for some reason. Well, but at the <sighs> bar, the dive bar, you're paying with cash. Okay, here's the thing. It's not about the place. It's about how I'm paying. If I'm paying cash, I would pay a dollar a drink. If I'm paying by card, when, when it'll you're be at 20%. the airport, do you have different? payment methods than no, when that, you're at the that's bar? what i'm saying it might be either either way it doesn't matter on the place it depends on if i'm paying cash or card it doesn't matter about the place see now you're throwing a whole if whole i have if i have cash it's going to be one or two bucks a drink if i'm paying by card it's 20 percent. that's how it's going to be no matter where i'm at wow okay yeah good to know yeah let's say okay you're at dinner okay and the total bill is $69, okay. including food, beverages, everything. 14 tip. What are you tipping? 14. So it's a little over 20. Okay. <laughs> but when I'm going to the hair salon, I tip very erratically. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. Another okay. scenario. Okay. <laughs> You're out at dinner. Yeah. You have not had any alcohol. Okay. You had a sparkling water. Okay. And your total is $69. 14 bucks. Okay. Always. I never thought that there was a difference between alcohol and not. And why wouldn't you tip on that? When you tip, I don't know. I just tip on the at the amount. Okay. So sometimes I go get my hair done and it's $70 and I'll tip them like 20 bucks. And then if it's a $25 charge, I'll give them $10. So like it varies. 
because like they were saying if the t- if the total's low sometimes i go even higher on the percentage yeah because i don't want to tip for 25 i'm not gonna give him five dollars for straightening my hair like i'll give him 10 at least yeah allison said like if it's like a low amount of money so i i made this rule i don't know when but i was like if the 20 percent tip is less than five i just up it to five uh, okay. because why bother okay like three dollars and 20 cents like why would i tip that okay fucking just make it five i don't give a shit but if you are doing something like ordering food to your house like a lot of times I never i'll do, just but go on okay if you were like a normal human that's listening or in the world i'll just put in like the percentage and it, it will be weird change numbers like whatever but it's just i just put in the the 20 percent and go i don't Okay. Put like a round number. Yeah. Sometimes I do get pizza from a little local oh, family joint called Domino's. They just got uh, more interesting. And, <laughs> you know, the total is whatever. But when I do, I I put the total to make it 44, 44. And okay. it's like, it's like 19 something percent or right. something like that. So I guess I do order food sometimes. But yeah, I, I think I'm kind of like you. It depends on... I don't know. It, it It's easy. Like, yeah. it's not hard yes. to tip. But if but... you're with somebody that was like, well, I'm going to pay 20% on this amount. No, that's insane. That is insane. How much time do you have in your life that you think that, like, life is unending? That you can just sit here and do this? This is ridiculous. And it's also, it's nickel and diming and it's some bullshit. Yes. And I definitely have over-tipped by accident, not realizing you're not supposed to tip on the tax. But, like, sometimes I'm just like, I don't give a shit. I'm just tipping on the total like that's fine yeah and i've gone to eat at places where it's like parties over eight people we just charge this automatic amount and i'm like lovely because that right. was less than i was going to tip <laughs> you so enjoy <laughs> true that is true that is true but you know what tip your waitress guys and waiter because tip. <laughs> nice tips okay i guess we already talked about cold or hot subs like we got a little more insight on um Tony, I told you, he's a weird eater. And Allison, while she asks the questions that we want to hear, I want to hear even more because I, I feel like there's a lot more to unpeel here and maybe less because Tony's a weird eater. Unpeel? <laughs> Unwrap? I meant peel back the layers of the onion. Oh, Unwrap. Okay. Yeah, I mix it together. I am flabbergasted when I hear people... When I hear Allison talk about food, when I hear Tony now yeah. talk about food, I'm like, are I'm these like humans? How, yes. First of all, Allison calling anybody out, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> how dare you? But also when he says he'll only eat a hot sandwich, which at the very beginning when she said the carb that, that Capri sent in, cheesy focaccia, and she said, you know, a couple of people sent in hot or warm sandwiches. I was Salad. one of these. Salad, sorry, hot or warm salads, and I was one of these people. I was the very first person to do this. This was the first thing I put. I did say warm salad, not hot oh, salad, boy. but the next person said hot salad. So anyway, they touched on hot and cold the entire time and, and never talk talked about it. About it they all. were like, we're going to get to the bottom of it, and then they never did. And then Tony teased a little. He's like, not like your hot hot salads, yeah. and then it's still just but like, but like, if you're a Doughboys fan, you're going to know. listen to Doughboys. Yeah. It's worth I'm it. I'm sure you could Google it. You could just be like, where did they talk about hot salads? And it'll be like Every fucking episode, episode but 199. Just listen to The Doughboys. It's one of the best shows out there. It truly I do love is. It. It's such a good show. And and I'm so far behind on listening to their show, but just any shows. But hearing them on here just reminds me that I fucking love their show. And I thought, and this goes to our next topic, 
that when they first started this, I was like, okay, there's only so many restaurants they can do. <laughs> and once they do it, they're going to be done. But no, they're coming up with new ways to make this like going to last forever and ever. So my question is, do you think, because they were Their wondering. Their show will end before ours. <laughs> <laughs> right. Do you think BFF has overstayed its welcome? Absolutely. Is it time to book in this shit? Absolutely. <laughs> is it time for them to do the same? Absolutely. For their own health. Mm, I mm. truly worry about them. Like True. Mitch, he's not long for this earth if he keeps this up. I know. Mitch, uh, Irma and uh, Wally. Wally are just, they're not going to have a dad. Not to mention his mom is going to be real sad. His sister. Yep. Also. All the Wu-Tang. I was going to say Wu-Tang, <laughs> uh, Changston, Fuckbot. <laughs> they're all going to be fucking in mourning. When he drops dead. <laughs> yes. Chris Pratt is going to be distraught, I'm yeah, sure. absolutely. It's a great show. And they were also talking about Love, the show that's on Netflix, which is such a fucking good show with, I did love with that Paul show. Rust. It was such a good show. And this is before the Doughboys, I think, even started, that Love started. Or maybe it was None close to the... think so. Because I remember Mitch was on Allison's show and I was like, he seems like his character on love. And yeah. I was turned off by him at the time. Because I was like, this is like every guy now that is just like overgrown, little boy, whatever. I didn't realize what I was missing on him because he's hilarious. And the show is great. And I'm so mad that it's over. And they were talking about love spinoff of Mitch's character. And then Mitch was saying that Paul Russ was saying something about having like them live together or something. And that would be like the next season. The first episode of Doughboys was in 2015. Okay. And the first episode of love was 2016. Uh, okay. So that's probably why he was even on Allison's show to begin with. I was thinking about, listening to the first episode of doughboys again interesting because it was i laughed because they said uh they said that alice allison allison said that she doesn't like sandwiches or whatever and then they're like (laughs) this is a classic doughboys blunder because our (laughs) episode with we got the one person that doesn't like pizza to talk about a pizza place or when they have like the vegan person to go in and do a thing where it's like cool you can have the french fries yeah and they go to like a full-on meat restaurant. This sounds like someone I know who I'm like, oh, we should go eat here. And then I'm like, wait, they don't have any vegan options. And they're telling me, it's okay. I can have fries. And I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm not going to a place where all you can eat is fries. I'm going to treat you right, my queen. We're going to get you a fucking vegan a mushroom hamburger. Taco. Yes, <laughs> a vegan <laughs> burger. But yeah, if you have not, if you're looking for a new podcast, listen to the Doughboys. And it sounds like you've got six years of fun. And start from the beginning because you have to know the inside jokes. I remember when I started listening to the show. I don't know how I found it, but I found it pretty late. Like they were yeah. doing Rock Doberfest mm. and they were doing like Jimmy Buffett, Margaritaville and shit. <laughs> and I was like binging this show and I yes, fucking loved it. I think it. I did too. I was listening at like 2x speed. Oh my God. I was God. like burning through it. I, I was never working did at that. Walmart I overnight. Every goddamn second of it. It was. Uh, it's such a good show. It's so good. And then if you're looking to watch something, watch Love. It's I think there's three seasons I think it's three. on Netflix. Very and uh, it's show. just such a good show. And Paul Russ is just a great dude. Whenever he's on any other show, he's great. Yeah. Anyway, more more on their shows. What do you think about ghost kitchens i had never heard of this oh so now that i've heard a little bit on the positive and the negative sides of it what do you think of ghost kitchens well 
I had heard of these, and I've heard of the Mr. Beast burger. I didn't know. Did who we Mr. see a Mr. Beast thing today when we were at Portillo's? What was that thing that I said? Some burger thing. There was like a sign. I thought it said Beast Burger. Could have sworn there was a sign when we drove in. Anyway. Oh, there was a sign. It was not Mr. Beast Burger. Oh, okay. So I had learned that Mr. Beast is a guy on YouTube a while back. Gross. And I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Because like I would just get recommended videos and it's like Mr. Beast, yada, yada, gives away like a million bucks. And I'm like, who the fuck is this douchebag and what the fuck is he doing? But I have learned a little bit more about him and he's kind of fascinating. I think okay. he's going to be a billionaire probably soon for all I know. He... As much as, like, I hate the fact that people can just, like, do stupid shit on YouTube and be rich, like, richer than any doctor could ever hope to be. Right. Like, I kind of admire what he has done because it is, like, a job. It's like how people hate the Kardashians. True. But it's, like, it's still very difficult to do that. Yeah. Yeah, because if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. Exactly. Everyone thinks they can do it, but they can't. Correct. And this Mr. Beast Burger... I learned that it has over a thousand locations. Oh my god. Which I thought was very impressive. But listening to Doughboys, I learned that the guy who started the Hard Rock Cafe is the person who kind of created this celebrity ghost kitchen uh, thing. Okay. So Mariah Carey they mentioned, Tyga, a horrible rapper, Mr. Beast, I'm sure there are others. I, I'm shocked Kevin Kevin Bacon or Kevin's Bacon or whatever right. it's called is not one of these. But <laughs> Yeah, he should be. I have seen one of these ghost kitchens because when I was delivering, like somewhere on Melrose, I want to say, there was, like, there was like this building that looked like nothing mm-hmm. except for it has like a postal, like a post office lobby kind of. And you go in there and you can order food Weird. or mostly pick up your food. And I was delivering. And when I was delivering, like you walk, it's like a horseshoe. It's like a kitchen here, a kitchen, a kitchen, a kitchen, a Weird. kitchen, a kitchen, and then a Chick-fil-A. That's where I was delivering to. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And it turns out it's like a ghost kitchen. Weird. So they just rent out kitchens. Yeah. And it's like all In theory, apps. this sounds super cool. Yeah. Because it could be these mom and pop places. But now what they were saying is more like corporate-y. It's very corporate. Shitty. Yeah. Once I learned that, yeah, it's mr beast has a thousand locations like right. he didn't grow this like from like mcdonald's yeah they just buy unused kitchens that are like s- struggling uh, restaurants okay they just rent out their space put them to work and but you're making my shit so it's like raping basically <laughs> i did not say that at all not kind of nothing like it. like it oh it's like whoring around sure. <laughs> i don't even know what that means i'm just mm. saying words now so Devil eggs came back up again. Oh, Tam O'Shanter apparently had the greatest yes. deviled eggs. I'll never know because they're You'll not there no know, more. Because they don't have them. And then when we went to smoke the other day, you ordered them. And they were going to take 15 minutes to make. So you said no. No, that, thank you. That is what I call a sign from God. You thought it was a sign. But I think it is a sign. It was a sign. Because you needed to have mine first. So you know what like a normal like backyard deviled egg tastes like then you can compare it to others because the one i made was a super basic like that's what a deviled egg tastes like and then the souping it up that we did that's a little extra counts a little extra (laughs) that's behind the paywall but the fact that 
Daniel has so much hate for deviled eggs. I have to think, I would like to know more about this in the background of it, but I have to imagine that it has to do with the fact that it comes out of the kitchen of his home. Satan? Yes. Because if Allison is cooking them, there's going to be no Oh, yolk. I see what There's you mean. Be no, no, like... no. He was saying he hated them when he was younger. Okay. Yeah. So here's the other thing. The other side of that. Sorry, Allison. A lot of times, people that bring deviled eggs to parties, they're either the store-bought ones that are fucking an Where do you buy a store-bought? Nation. If you go to the deli section, they'll have like a tray of deviled eggs. If you ever want to bring something to someone that you hate... Go get a tray of these things. We had a friend that came to a barbecue and she brought some. She's like, every barbecue I go to, I bring these. I was like, oh, cool. I had it. It was fuck. It was rubbery, flavorless, chalky, all the things he's saying. So what I'm thinking is either a person's not making them fresh, they're doing it the day before, or they're buying store-bought shitty. They don't know how to make a double egg right. Because the ones I made, they were not dry and chalky. They had flavor, right? <laughs> they weren't rubbery. Sure. They were fine. They were just like eggs sorry so megan like, hated them but she already knew she was going to what no i sorry no. my cybers are like i don't know i don't know if it's like a full moon or something but they're like growing like crazy do you want me to shave them up <laughs> Ow! <laughs> <laughs> i'm telling you like my nine percent is growing i don't know what to tell you but my cybers are like fucking out of control anyway i think the problem is Daniel has not had a good one. This is the problem. And I definitely have had like these, oh, I'm going to go to a restaurant and they have it on the menu as appetizers. And it's always fine. But it needs to be a little fresher. It needs to have, I don't know. I think I made a good one. And if you don't like that, then you're not going to like deviled eggs, I think. Because, mm-hmm. you know, that's it. Anyway, are you on a bowel movement schedule? Um... And, and twofold, do you think being on a schedule is a dude thing? Absolutely, because men are more efficient. Hmm, interesting. That is what I've heard. Um, but am I on a schedule? I'm kind of on a schedule, but <laughs> now that I'm unemployed, baby, there ain't no schedule. Schedule's out the Brother. window. <laughs> it's going to be a fun uh, trip cross country. <laughs> Elisa, yes, sir. I don't want to know, but are you on a schedule? I think we all know the answer. Yeah, I'm not. I wish I was. I wish I could just be like, well, I'm going to be in the office later, so I'm going to have to do... It's, it has nothing... I just... I have issues with that, obviously. You already know that. And I am always on some sort of colon cleanse because that's the only way I can go now. <laughs> you know what... But I drink some... I pound hot coffee in the morning to try and like get that system going, and it doesn't really work. And then I'll have a second cup of coffee, and it still doesn't. Yeah. Coffee? If I'm on a colon cleanse, the coffee will kick it in to gear. So I imagine that's what normal people feel like, but I don't. I feel like the majority of the time, coffee does nothing. And then like once every blue moon, I'm having a cup and I'm like, whoa, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Something just snuck up on me. It's something about those uh, soothing pastel colors um, (laughs) I find conducive to. (laughs) (laughs) And the next thing you know, I'm in the Brentano's bathroom uh, Uh being being charged for a book I didn't want. uh, You've been flagged. I'm oh, Rebecca De Mornay. No, I don't think it's pastel. It was pastoral. Mm. pastoral. I was gonna say something, but biohazard coming through. <laughs> okay, I think that's it. Besides JMOs. Okay. All right. Do you remember any of them? Should I just go through them real quick? Go through them. Priyanka can't journal. This is gonna be yours. 
can't journal unless she has the right pen. I feel like this is speaking to you. I do love pen talk. I know, I, I but did, you just perked up. I did mention one And time, don't look at my pen. These are my cheapo pens. But. I did mention that I like the Pilot G2. Yes. But if I was journaling... The fact that you probably, even know a pen name like that, you like pen talk. I probably wouldn't use a Pilot G2 if I was journaling. I did have a Lamy fountain pen. It's called the Lamy Safari. And I gave it to my boo and she loves it. Does, but it, I f- does it leak? Does she get a little mustache? <laughs> you know, it can be a little messy. Okay. But that's better if you're like, if you have nice penmanship, which I do not. Okay. Okay. What kind of pen do you have there, Lisa? Okay. This is just some cheapo Pentel. Wow. I get them in bulk because I had to get a lot of pens for the kids for school. So these are just, this is just for my taking notes. But I do notice that... When I am writing my diary, I like to have a better pen. I don't know what it is. I'm not that much of a pen nerd. I, I kind of wish I was, but it's not really about, it's like, I like the look of a pen and like the feel of it. And that's what usually sells me. And then if it writes well, then I like it too. And my penmanship is better when I'm writing with a good pen that I like. Mm-hmm. Cause I'll take my time. And if I'm actually writing, I can agree with Allison. And this goes back to something that we talked about before, because she was talking about, there was talk about her lengthy Instagram posts and that she goes on to a computer and she has a better time of writing and you asked the question is it easier to write on a computer and i said no but i realized that's not how i feel it is easier to me to type out on a computer so if i'm writing something like if i'm writing my memoirs you know because people want to know i would be on a computer that feels better to me to write like that but when i'm writing my diary it like has to be with a nice pen in a book. And then when I rhyme with notes, it's with a shitty little thing that almost runs out of ink every single time. <laughs> Apparently I think about pens more than um, I thought I did, but I don't know the names of any of them. I feel like George, I'm like, what is this? A Bic? You get a problem with the pen now? <laughs> I like a rolling writer or whatever he says. So when they were talking about pen chat or whatever, I'm like pen pals. Hello. That's a podcast. you right in the face. I'm sure even, it is. Even when I was like in elementary school, I spent $7, Lisa, $7 on a mechanical pencil that was called the PhD. It was thick. Let me tell you, it was a thick boy. <laughs> That's a thick boy. I have to say, mechanical pencils are overrated. I think they're garbage and junk. Wow. And this is something... This is like the backbone of my marriage because my husband loves a mechanical pencil and was obsessed with them for so long that you and him would have very much in common in this this, uh, respect. I don't like writing with a pencil. It's not permanent enough. I need need commitment with my writing, okay? And if it's a thick boy, though, maybe that would change my mind a little because breaking the fucking lead of a pencil or if it goes back up into the pencil, I don't like any of it. I don't care for it all. It's going for eighteen bucks on eBay now. The PhD from that's not Papermate. That that uh, markup is not much. But seven dollars in what year? How long? How in elementary school? Whenever that was. How much do you think that would be in today's dollars? It would be thirty-seven (laughs) dollars. Well, Lisa, it's called an allowance. You got an allowance. Look at you. I thought you had a horrible childhood. I did. We didn't really get an allowance. Mm. Every day we would ask our our dad for a dollar and he would fork it over. And wow. then, so that was like our allowance. We would just oh. save a buck a day. That's pretty... Uh... I saved up to like 120 bucks one time. Oh my God. And then I was like loaded. 
Yeah. And then I switched it for like a hundred and I was like, well, now I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs> I just got fucking. I would love to know what a 10 like year old little Rafi's buying with his hundred dollar bill. Wouldn't you like you to probably know? still have it in that moth ridden wallet of yours. <laughs> ridden. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. <laughs> That took a turn. To quote a wise man, I've been spending hundreds since they had small faces. So do you think, because you're not a big cash person, do you hate that it has all of these like problematic people on these dollars? Yeah. Where the fuck is my Harriet Tubman $20 bill? I only... Thanks, Obama. (sighs) Oh, bummer. Where the fuck is my... Well, I did mention Sacagawea dollars earlier. Where are those at? They're in the stamp machine at the post office. You'll get that in change if you get a book of stamps through the machine. Where the fuck is my... And try and use them at McDonald's. They'll be like, well, is this Monopoly money? <laughs> I can't wait for like a, a hundred years in the future when I'm an artificial intelligence robot of some sort. Mm-hmm. And we have AOC on like the $7 bill. I can't wait for that. What's an AOC? Alexandra. Who? Ocasio. Cortez. Uh, okay. Well, cool. I guess we could end it on that. Oh, wait. JMO's. Well, we oh, just yeah. talked about it. It's the pen one. That's fine. Yeah, fuck it. That one stood out to me the most. Let's cut this shit out. Yeah, I don't think I give a shit about any of them. Yeah. Nope. That yep. was... The pen one was perfect. They probably all sucked big shit. They did. She still and if didn't, you sent them in, you probably didn't... feel like a real piece of garbage right now. Well, luckily, we don't know, know any of these people. <laughs> <laughs> And if you want to get to know us, email bfancast at gmail.com and then maybe we will talk about your JMO. But that's not our show. That's her show. This is just our favorite JMO. Follow the show on Twitter at bfancast and uh, Instagram at the same address. What about you, Lil Roth? You can find me at Go Fuck Your Mother. No, oh, you can goodness. join the BFF Facebook group. Yes. My boo shared the the uh, cameo video yes, that that's Allison... Yes, that's meant to say an extra thank you to buying uh, the cameo because that is an, ex- an expense and uh, just a treat. Very thoughtful. Check it out. It's in the Facebook group. It is. Say stuff. Do things on there. Do that and stuff. Yes. BFFs, you truly are the fucking best. Thank you, and good night. Let's get that wagyu, baby. In the chilly hours and minutes of uncertainty, I want to be in the warm heart of your love and To feel you all around me And to take your hand along the sand Ah, but I may as well try and catch the wind When sundown pales the sky I want to hide a while behind your smile And everywhere I'd look your eyes For me to love you now Would be the sweetest thing would make me sing ah, But I may as well try and catch the wind Dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-
you want live your life hell yeah